Hi, this is Jeroga of the Jeroga Show podcast. Making contents like this takes time and energy from me and the team. If you find value in what we're doing, maybe the podcast helped you in a research, in school, or simply in responding to a crazy leftist, you can show support by buying me a coffee. Just go to buymeacoffee.com slash show. Once again, buymeacoffee.com slash show, Or you can click the link on the show notes of this episode. We need coffee to keep us cognitively active while reading books, share our thoughts, or just to keep us awake at night during the editing and recording process. Coffee is our fuel. So thanks in advance. And now, on to the show. Free speech. Hindi natin pinag-usapan yan since season 1 of the podcast. Pero ngayon, pag-usapan na ulit natin. Ang mga conservatives pinaglalaban ang free speech. Pero once na ipanalo na ito, ano kaya ang balak nilang sabihin? Welcome to the Jay Aruga Show! Kumusta? Kumusta? Welcome to the Jeroga Show, the first conservative podcast in the Philippines. Ako si Jeroga, your host at your service. Bago tayo magsimula, hihigop lang ako ng aking kape. Ah, coffee is the best, guys. Okay, at bago ulit tayo magsimula, Shoutout time muna. Nice kong pasalamatan ang Missionary Families of Christ for inviting me to give a short talk on the topic of faith, family, and life issues. So mahal na mahal natin ang MFC dahil laging na tayong iniimbita. God bless your mission. Balang araw, hihingi tayo ng permiso sa MFC kung pwede nating i-release ang talk na yan sa bonus episode. Okay, ano ang topic natin today? Recently, the acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk has been finalized and ginawa ni Elon ang dad joke na tanging ang isang napakayamang tao lang na kagaya niya ang makakagawa. Binago niya ang kanyang bio into Chief Tweet at nagdala siya ng lababo sa loob ng Twitter HQ. So, ang cool, di ba? Pinost niya ang moment Sa mga hindi nakakagets kung anong significance nun, pinost niya ang moment sa Twitter na may caption na Let that sink in. So how we wish kaya din nating gawin ang bagay na yan. Kung yung visit nga lang na tindahan sa may kanto na inis na inis ka, hindi mo mabili. Twitter pa kaya? Kung meron man akong dadalhan ng lababo sa loob ng HQ nila, sa Spotify naman ako. Kasi... Apat na seasons na ang The Jeroga Show, pero ngayon lang pumasok sa fresh finds nila. Well, baka salubungan nila ako ng ampalaya sa office kung gagawin ko yun. Anyway, after ng Elon Musk Twitter acquisition, syempre, nabaliwang left. Meron nga sa aking nag-comment sa The Jeroga Show Facebook page. Tinira yung post ko on buying Spotify. Sineryoso niya, parang sabi niya, 
Parang wala ka na bang maisip na mas magandang pun? Duh! Kano? Kasi yung nagreply eh. Laging comment ng comment ito sa Facebook page natin. Si Mike ang pangalan niya. And hindi niya nag-gets yung ganda ng pinost ko dahil sa nakakatawa yung word na lababo. Kapag tinagalog mo yung sink, nakakatawa pag... Ah, sorry. Doesn't make sense na i-explain ko ang joke. Kung kailangan mo explain ang joke mo, yung sabihin, corny ito. Sabi ng tech columnist na si Taylor Lorenz, It's like the gates of hell opened on this site tonight. After mabilin ni Musk ang Twitter, ang una niyang ginawa is finar niya kagad ang leftist CEO na si Parag Agrawal, CFO Ned Siegel, at si Vijaya Gade, head ng Legal Policy, Trust, and Safety. Kasama din sa mahabang listahan ng mga tinanggal ni Elon Musk and reportedly 75% daw ng buong kumpanya ang tatanggalin ni Elon Musk. So kasama din dito ang kanilang general counsel na si Sean Edget. So these people are the ones who censored the Hunter Biden story at nagban ng mga conservative accounts. Sabi ng tech dirt writer and editor na si Mike Masnick, People do not realize how much Vijaya did for free speech. Twitter is less of a free speech platform without her. So dahil sa pagkakatanggal kay Vijaya Gade, mas hindi na daw free speech platform ang Twitter ngayon. Bakit kaya niya nasabi ito? Siguro dahil mas marami ng ideas ang pwedeng madinig dito under Elon Musk. After mabili ni Elon ang Twitter, tumas daw ang dami ng nag-post ng N-word. Pero report say na mga 300 accounts lang naman daw ang gumawa nito. Mostly are not real accounts. I would bet my left testicle na leftist ang gumawa nito. Gusto lang manggulo. Wala pa namang nagbago sa policy ng Twitter since mabili ni Elon. In fact, sabi ni Elon, he'll create a content moderation group at ito ang magde-decide how Twitter's content moderation will be moving forward. What are my thoughts on this? May dalawang extremes kung saan ang conservatives ay naaakusahan at being at. And I'm part of a leftist GC na didinig ko tong mga kinokomment nila. In one extreme, we are called free speech absolutist. Ayon sa mga leftist na tumatawag sa atin ng term na yon, totally against daw tayo sa censorship. Kung hindi nyo alam kung anong meaning ng free speech absolutism, ito yon. Tingin nila sa atin is we're advocating a free-for-all social media platform kung saan pwede mong sabihin ang sabihin ang N-word ng walang pakundangan. Which is not true dahil some conservatives would advocate the censorship of porn sa platform. I, for one, would like to censor porn. Sa kabilang banda naman, Tinatawag nila tayong mga conservatives na authoritarians. Lalo na kagaya sa mga social conservatives na against divorce and abortion, gaya ko. Taliwas daw ito sa motto ng conservatives na against tayo sa big government. And that's true. I myself is for limited government. Meaning, for us conservatives, we would like the power of the government to be limited to things that we as citizens just couldn't do alone. Pero sabi ng left, authoritarians daw tayo. 
Dahil kapag nasa atin ang kapangyarihang mag-sensor, ay tatanggalin din naman daw natin ang speech, ang mga libs sa Twitter kung may chance. So saan ako dito sa dalawang superlative sides na ito? Bago ko sagutin ang tanong na yan, gusto ko lang i-discuss itong game na nilalaro ng left. Ito ang reason kung bakit may mga nasa sensor sa Twitter o Facebook dahil lumalabag daw ang mga ito sa kanilang community standards. Ano kamo itong community standards na ito? Walang nakakaalam. Pero nalalabag natin ito. This game that they're playing is called, wait for it, PC, which doesn't stand for personal computer. Rather, it stands for political correctness. Jay, ano ba itong tinatawag na political correctness? Yan ang kagandahan ng podcast na ito. Ipapaliwanag ko sa inyo ang mga bagay ng mga walang kakwenta-kwenta na hindi na sana natin pinag-uusapan at pinapatulan. Hindi na sana natin pinagtutuunan ng pansin. Pero wala eh. Nandiyan na yan eh. So marami sa i-discuss ko dito sa episode na ito. You guessed it. Hango na naman sa nabasa kong aklat. And this time, it's from Michael Knowles' book, Speechless, Controlling Words, Controlling Minds. So napakagandang aklat ito. And lagi ko naman sinasabi sa mga aklat na nabasa ko. But kapag may feature akong aklat dito sa podcast, garantisado, don't just take my word for it. Kailangan mabasa nyo. I can't believe na ngayon ko lang nabasa ang speechless. Just like before, my goal is to tease you into buying and reading the book. Ini-endorse ko yung book kahit hindi niya ako binabayaran. Amin ko, I try to be objective. Meron lang siguro one opinion si Michael Knowles that I disagree with in the entire book. Pero kapag nabasa niyo yung libro, let me know kung ano yun. Hulaan niyo kung ano yung opinion ni Michael knows that I, I disagree with. Pero of course, ang i-discuss ko sa episode na ito are those part of the book that I agree with. Okay, so ayon kay Knowles, to call something is politically correct is to acknowledge its incorrectness. Halimbawa, Instead na tawagin na lalaki ang man wearing a dress, the PC culture or the politically correct culture requires us to call him a trans woman. Ironic dahil to call someone a trans woman is to acknowledge that he is not really a woman. Ang mga conservatives, linalabanan ang PC sa maling paraan. Sabi sa aklat, ito daw ay dahil hindi naiintindihan ng conservatives kung ano ba ang PC. Maraming conservatives daw na nagsasabi na kailangan nating itreat ang PC just like wokeism and cancel culture as some form of censorship at kailangan nating labanan ito in the name of liberty. However, although related ang PC sa censorship, PC is not synonymous to censorship. Ulitin ko sinabi ko. Political correctness is not an exact synonym for censorship. So ano ngayon ang tunay na ibig sabihin ng PC? Political correctness is a standard of speech and behavior along leftist ideological lines. Ayon sa aklat, Yes, it does censor certain words and action, pero ganoon din naman ang chivalry. ba? Chivalry censors 
kabastusan and kabalastugan. Ngayong alam na natin ang core ng PC, hindi naman talaga ito meant to thwart free speech. Ngayong alam na natin ang core, alam na natin what it does. That is to destroy traditional standards, one that holds our values, and replace it with a new standards of speech with a totally new set of leftist values. To be specific, according to the Oxford Dictionary of 1997, PC is the conformity to liberal or radical opinion on social matters, characterized by the advocacy of approved views and the rejection of language and behavior considered discriminatory and offensive. And sino yung nagsasabi kung anong language and behavior ang discriminatory and offensive? Well, yung mga institutions lang naman na hawak nila. Dalawang reactions ng conservatives dito. Una, they go along with it. They accept that political correctness is a form of politeness. A conservative might go with the new term to describe a person who is black, be it African-American, or last time I checked, the politically correct term is now person of color. A conservative might also go with the flow on using the preferred pronouns to be polite. This is just one reaction of conservatives to PC. They go along with it. The other reaction is to completely go against this new standard. Pero gayo ng sinabi ko kanina, rather than going to the core of the matter on what PC aims to do, what they shout is labag sa kalayaang magpahayag ng kaisipan ang PC that is censorship ito. Ang dalawang reactions na ito ay parehong mali. Bakit? Because both abandons the idea na may traditional standard style of speech na pinaglalabanan. Sa una, you submit to the new standard of speech. Sa pangalawa, pinaglalaban mo lang ang liberty or free speech but not the traditional standards of speech. Para bang pinaglalaban lang nila ang anything goes kind of speech. Maihalin tulad ko ang mga conservatives who have the second reaction dun sa mga conservatives na galit sa komunista. Kung sino-sino ang mga rinered dag, pero kapag tinanong mo naman kung bakit mali ang communism at bakit capitalism ang dapat na form of market at economy natin, wala namang masabi. Ayon kay Knowles, political correctness has left us speechless, but the right to speak means nothing to those who have nothing to say. Ang defense ng left sa political correctness is ang mga salita naman daw ay nag-e-evolve over time. There's no use fighting over keeping the same meaning for, let's say, he, him, she, her pronouns dahil nag-e-evolve naman daw ang mga words. True, nag-e-evolve ang mga salita, pero they evolve naturally over time. Halimbawa nito ay ang salitang awful. Alam nyo ba ang original na meaning ng salitang awful? It means something that is full of awe. So sometimes ginagamit itong positive. The old English etymology of awful means worthy of respect or fear, striking with awe, causing dread. So yun, medyo positive ang meaning nito. Especially noong 1300 AD. Pero ngayon, 
nag-evolve ang salitang awful over time, hindi overnight, at ang meaning nito is something na maaaring mong isubstitute sa Yuck! What's that awful smell? So yun, words evolve, but naturally, over time. Political correctness, however, is not a natural change in words and meaning. And sometimes, it perverts the language. Ang katumbas nito ay ang pagbibigay mo ng nickname sa sarili mo. It could work, it could make sense, depende sa power mong magpatupad nito. Otherwise, it wouldn't stick. Buti na lang sa case ko, marami ang nag-agree na ako ang Derek Ramsey ng podcasting here in the Philippines. Pero here's one example kung saan hindi natural ang pagpalit ng PC term. There was a time kung saan ang mga batang kriminal, ang mga juvenile delinquent, ay tinawag sa politically correct term na justice-involved youth. Hindi natural na tawagin ang isang young criminal na justice-involved youth for one ay dahil sa injustice sila na-involve, hindi sa justice. Pangalawa, hindi rin natural ang evolution. Pinipilit lang kasi ng politicians na gustong palayain kagad ang mga kabataang nasangkot sa krimen dahil sa policy na sinusulong nila, kaya binago nila ang language. Hindi ko na i-discuss dito yung opinion ko sa matter, pero gusto ko lang sabihin na hindi nag-hold sa popular culture ang term, pero ginagamit pa rin ito sa academia at government dahil kontrolado ng PC allies ang mga institutions na ito. So ang assignment ko sa inyo, mga kaaruga, is maging mapagmasid sa pagpapalit ng words. Kasi someday, dito sa Pilipinas, ang salitang baby killing through abortion will be called women's healthcare or reproductive rights. Even yung salitang same-sex marriage is a politically correct term and the use of the word means we succumb to the ideology. The ultimate goal of political correctness is to achieve political ends without ever engaging into a discussion. So sa case ng same-sex marriage, once we adapt the term, ang pinagtatalunan na lang natin is who has the right to get married? Iniskip na natin ang usapin tungkol sa tanong na what is marriage? Because they render the question insignificant already at this point. Kaya mapapansin nyo sa Senado, sa Kongreso, hindi na pinagdidibatihan ang purpose, ang meaning of marriage. Kasi the debate never happened. Lahat eh nagkasundo na lang na ito ang marriage at pag-usapan natin kung who has the right to get married or paano ba natin malilegalize ang divorce. Kaya ang assignment ko sa inyo mga kaaruga, huwag kayo magsakom dito. Always go back to the question of what is marriage and what is marriage for. Don't accept the terms that they use. So that's why for me, I use the terms redefinition of marriage or their so-called same-sex marriage when referring to these. Because again, the battle for political correctness isn't about freedom of speech, but it is a fight for the right standards of speech and maintain the meaning of words. Because words have meaning, you know? Marriage, by the way, is the union between a man and a woman ordered for the good of the spouses and the children they might procreate. 
Baka lang kasi may magtanong sa inyo. In gender ideology, same banana, they're changing the definition of the word woman, which now includes men. Wala na itong kinaiba sa nobela ni George Orwell na 1984 that we talked about before in this podcast sa episode entitled, Are We Living in an Orwellian Time? Season 3, Episode 32, sa mga gustong pakinggan yon. Sa 1984, may tinatawag na Newspeak. Ito lamang yung bagong dictionary na pakana ng INSOC, short for English Socialist, the party that controls the people. Ang Newspeak Dictionary sa 1984 ay hindi lumalaki para madagdagan ng mga bagong words. Bagkus ay lumiliit pa ito. Ayon sa isang member ng Ministry of Truth, pinapakonti nila ang dami ng words para one day, halos wala nang gagamiting salita ang next generation to express unwanted thoughts. The aim of Newspeak is to narrow the range of thought. Naiintindihan ni George Orwell noon pa lang, that there is power in controlling the language. Sabi nila, PC is just the same as euphemisms, which is the use of soft words to sugarcoat harsh realities. However, euphemisms like passing away instead of plainly saying she died, the sense that someone died doesn't get lost dun sa euphemism kapag nadinig mo yung passing away. Substituting the PC term differently abled instead of disabled is less offensive, but now the phrase kind of lost the meaning of the word it replaced, if not totally having the opposite meaning of the word it replaced. Kung bulag ka, tinawag kang differently abled, anong kakaibang ability ang na-unlock mo instead of your sense of sight? The power to always see black all the time? Sorry, pasintabi na non-politically correct ako on describing things. Sorry na. Pero sa totoo lang, ito din ang reason kung bakit ginagawa na lang katatawanan ang political correctness ng mga comedians. Kasi wala talagang sense ito. Halimbawa, ang pandak, tinawag na vertically challenged. Ang pangit, cosmetically different. Kapag tamad ka, motivationally deficient ka lang. So where am I heading where am I in this whole Twitter thing? I never said in this podcast that I'm a libertarian. In fact, I'm an advocate of certain mandates. If they make sense. Parang speed limit sa NLEX. Kapag may speed limit na 100 kph, ibig lang sabihin nito is mandated tayong mag-drive below that speed limit. Sa marriage, I'm against divorce. Because there's good reason to enforce the indissolubility of marriage for the good of the society. For me, legalizing divorce is like removing the speed limit in NLEX. And advocating for social mandates for the family is not making the government big. Sabi ni David Upham, Director of Legal Studies ng University of Dallas, big marriages is necessary to small government. Ang ibig sabi niya, ay kapag stable ang family unit sa bansa, mas maliit ang magiging gastos ng mga social services. Hindi ko na i-defend yan sa episode nito. You can listen to it sa YouTube video natin sa The J. Arugasho YouTube channel entitled The Effects of Divorce on Children. When it comes to speech, I have the same mindset. 
Siyempre, kailangan pa rin natin isensor ang mga mura sa TV at radio. If the N-word is considered as mura, then sure, censor it. We need to fight not only for free speech, but for the standards of speech that make sense. We resist the PC culture not because it's totalitarian, but because we need to expose that it's not making sense. And it's an awful standard, if I may use the new definition of the word awful. My friends, let's take back the conservative standards of speech and behavior if you want to take back the culture.